entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Good morning, everybody. Good uh, chilly, chilly morning. I guess fall is in the air, and uh, it's going to be upon us based on that weather forecast. I'm a summer girl, so I'm I'm a little down downhearted feeling about that, but I'll embrace whatever comes my way. I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host for Your Palace, Your Place, brought to you by the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. Wonderful Waterbury, as we like to say around here. And we have a fast-paced 15-minute show, uh, the first and third Friday mornings of every month, bringing you uh, exciting things happening, not only at the Palace Theater, of course, which we always have exciting things happening, but also around our community, um, within um, the arts and entertainment um, um, areas, as well as things going on to enhance the quality of life. And just we just try to bring you a lot of entertaining and good information. And this morning, I have a Chuck full show, so I think we're going to get right to it. Um, in studio with me this morning are three people who I know in various capacities, and um, two have the same first name. How, how, now that's kind of uh, <laughs> how did that happen? But anyway, with me this morning are three people to talk about something called the United Way of Greater Waterbury's bed races. Now I have to tell you, and none of you know this, but the bed race. Cases. Uh, I was so happy when um, Brian Amaro, the um, development officer at United Way, brought these back because when I say brought these back, these started back in I think the seventies, and I was a part of them back in that day. Well, it, it's funny because we were tasked with bringing the bed races back as part of our seventy-fifth anniversary back in two thousand and seventeen, um, and the concept sort of bubbled up. Uh, 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 Sandy uh, Vigliotti Senich mm-hmm. um, was in a meeting and she said, Hey, remember these bed races? We should bring these back. And um, for the longest time, I thought I was being punked because nobody <laughs> could actually show me any like photographic evidence uh-huh, that these uh-huh. actually took place. Um, but as we dug into the archives, um, it was really amazing to see how many businesses and community organizations had come yes. together. Um, and I, I believe that it was really from the late 70s through the mid 90s um, that the bed races were really a big marquee event. Not only for United Way, but for our community. Um, and, back, and they were fun. Well, back in the day, I guess people, like, there was no registration. It was sort of a free-for-all. <laughs> I don't think there were any liability waivers. Oh, perhaps that's true. So we've, we've, we've kind of put some parameters around them. Um, right. And we've actually turned them into a really, really successful fundraiser um, for United Way's Community Care Fund, which is the resources that we use to fund our programs and services in the community. So it's a great opportunity to sort of tap into that nostalgia and that great feeling that people have about the event, while also um, creating revenue and resources for our neighbors in need. And revitalizing this event has been a, uh, uh, at the forefront of the emerging leaders. And with us in studio are two of those emerging leaders in our community. Someone near and dear to my heart, my colleague, Brian Kimmy, who works with me at the Palace Theater. So welcome, Brian. 
Ben. Thank you. It's great to be here. And he he's, I call him the Renaissance man. And I noticed you put that on your LinkedIn page, by the way. <laughs> I did it because I of you. I just want to take credit for that title, please. But Brian is just, you know, he, he is a master of anything he's tasked with, from graphic design to um, digital communications and uh, just a myriad of other things that we put on his plate on a daily basis. Um, so um, love working with Brian. And then we have the lovely Alyssa Altman from Works. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Very excited. It's my first time on the air. So very, very happy to be here. Oh, well, you know, we love, I love when we have different people coming into the um, into the studio and on the program, uh, your palace, your place. And, but you guys are really, um, you're the you're co-chairs of this Correct. bed race. Yep. So first of all, Brian, I know you want to tell us about the emerging leaders a little bit, just so listeners know. Yeah, so the emerging leaders, they're a group of young professionals in the Waterbury area, um, generally 20 to 40 years old, and they either live or work in the 10-town region that is served by the United Way of Greater Waterbury. And what we aim to do is impact change throughout our community, as well as grow professionally and personally with each other, with the emerging leaders. Um, and we are always looking for new members to join us and help uh, with various volunteer efforts or fundraising uh, programs that we have going on, with the bed races kind of being our marquee event. Okay, so that's kind of a standing committee or standing group that Correct. you can, if you're listening and you, you know you're saying, "Hey, I'm I'm new to the area, or I'm just starting my professional career. I'd like to get involved." They can do so. Correct. Not it's yep. not just for the bed race. No, open arms. That's <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. Yep. So they should probably contact someone at the United Way to learn more about that. Or you can or, find us on Instagram. Oh, yes. shoot us a message. All right. Yeah. Okay. In fact, I'm Instagramming right now. <laughs> Um, by the way, um, but yeah, absolutely. See, this is why we need emerging leaders <laughs> to to speak this technology language that just baffles us that are not emerging leaders. Everyone is emerging. Everyone is a leader. That's true. That's true. I always say I'm a butterfly in metamorphosis. You're either emerging or emerged, but everyone's a leader. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, anyway, I, I do. I will say, if anybody um, is interested in learning more about the emerging leaders, they can visit. United Way's website, which is uh, unitedwaygw.org, and there is a link to the Emerging Leaders Program where you can sign up, learn more, um, and uh, you know get on that list to learn about upcoming events, including the bed races, but all of the other amazing things that they do throughout the year. All right, that's wonderful. So let's let's learn a little bit about the bed race. When is it? October nineteenth. So just coming up in a couple of weeks. All right. So. It's um, it's been being planned. It's for a while now. But can is there opportunity for people to still get involved as a company to have? Because actually, companies have beds. Yes. Yes. So a company will have a bed with teams of five people. So four runners and somebody actually on the bed um, <laughs> who is usually chosen strategically. <laughs> and Sherry, there's still opportunity for you to ride in the Palisader bed. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Brian. Well, you know, I, I heard at a meeting yesterday all the parts were assigned already. So. 
<laughs> I'm good with that. I'll definitely be a cheerleader, though. And that's one of the things that you you want you hope people will not only companies get involved so they can they still can still sign up yep if you go to the united way website and there is also a um, united way bed races website just a simple search in google um, you'll come right up to it so we're still looking for companies they can sign up and there's various levels of sponsorship so there's kind of something for everyone okay um, and like you said we're always looking for cheerleaders as well and there's also opportunities if you're kind of a lone wolf but you want to um, get involved, you can actually run. Um, some companies are looking for voluntary runners. That's great. And this is also um, an event. It's a great fall outdoor event for families. You know, we were talking earlier that, um, you know, doing something different with your family and 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 this is like going to um i don't want to say the rose bowl parade but you know people's creativity comes oh. it's a great team building there event is a for parade companies. i mean make no mistake there is a parade as yes. part of this i will not go as far as to say that it is like the rose bowl <laughs> however well maybe not quite as grand yet no there's always room for improvement and and growth in the future but um to your point a lot of our uh, racing racing teams and corporate partners um that participate, they put a tremendous amount of creativity into their beds. Um, I, I, in the past, we've had um, teams come dressed as um, the Game of Thrones, as Ooh. Mario Kart, Mario Kart um, <laughs> Scoob, the Scooby-Doo gang. Um, that was amazing, that, the mystery van. Yes, yes. Oh. Um, and, so and, the sky's the limit, really. Um, as long as this, you know, again, we want to remind people that this is a family-friendly event right. um, yes. and that all uh, sort of themes and decorations have to sort of fit that family-friendly vibe um, because we do want for people from of all ages throughout our community to come down and join us uh, because this is a great celebration. Well, and it, as I said, it's a team-building event. Brian, you're working on the team from the palace. You're you're kind of spearheading our our entry, which happens to revolve around yes so um, we've mentioned several great themes from years past but just wait until you see what we have coming up for the palace theater um, I wasn't going to announce it but I guess on no, the you spot, don't have I will. To if you want to keep it um, <laughs> Ooh, so coming alert. up um, in March is one of our Broadway shows finding Neverland um, so we will be finding Neverland at the United Way bed races uh, with our take on Peter Pan there, there you go. And I, uh, I hear tell that um, somebody in studio is actually Peter Pan, but I don't want to reveal everything here. That might be a rumor, or it might be true. <laughs> so, so it's me, a- guys. I'm Peter Pan. <laughs> I thought you were stealing my limelight. <laughs> now, before we get too carried away, I want to ask um, sponsors. You have sponsors that you'd like to thank for being a part of this event. Yes, we have quite a few right now, and we really want to give a shout out to them. So, um, Waterbury Health, the Palace Theater, Post University, Webster Bank, Carmody Torrance, Sandeck, and Hennessy, um, Ion Bank, Largay Travel, Lanxis. St. Mary's Hospital, ShopRite of Waterbury, Thomason Savings Bank, Triple Stitch, and my personal favorite, which is Works. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we really want to give a shout out to all the sponsors because it, it, you know, it's a time commitment, and, you know, and a monetary commitment, and we really appreciate, you know, everything the businesses do for our local community. It does not go unnoticed or unappreciated. So we just wanted to give, you know, a shout out to them as well. There must be kind of a sense of competitiveness among the oh, yeah. teams who have been on board before or those who are just joining. Yes. A- any funny stories to share? 
Well, we or that you can share. Uh, sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we, um, as part of the races, for people who've come down in the past um, or participated, you know that we do have these things called obstacles that can be purchased um, by comp- competing teams. So you could potentially purchase an obstacle and and place that against your competitor. Oh, in the race. I love. Um, and it gets so heated, and you know, there's a lot of activity and amazing, um, you know, you, you know, uh, competitiveness um, in. The the heat of the moment. Last year, um, one of our um, teams um, may or may not have purchased an obstacle against one of their their top clients, and there was some confusion as to whether it was their client that purchased the obstacle against them, or whether they purchased it against their client. And to this day, we still don't know. Oh, um, interesting! How, how that all that. went down. Um, Little corporate intrigue yeah, and yeah. sabotage. I, I, I wouldn't go that far. Um, I think it's all in good good fun and um, again people get really competitive and that's um, an amazing thing to see people get competitive because it is again for such a great cause in our community and um, you know those obstacles they they do cost money so the teams are investing even more money into this fundraiser um, to again at the end of the day um, the ripple effect of this is so great for our community because this is the this is a pool of resources that we're using to fund our community care fund and so though we're having a lot of fun and there's great competition the day of, um, there are so many lives that are impacted in our community by the generosity of our corporate partners and the people who come out and support um, this event. I, in addition to our corporate par- our corporate partners and our sponsors and our racing teams, um, it should also be noted that the city of Waterbury leverages a tremendous amount of support um, and resources behind this. So Mayor O'Leary's team, um, the Parks Department, Mark Lombardo, um, the Fire Department, the Police Department, um, we are in incredibly grateful to them and their support of this event because it would not be nearly as successful if it were not for um, the city and its uh, support. There's a whole lot of um, coordination um, to putting on this type of an event. And you were talking earlier um, before we went um, live that you do need still volunteers to help out in whether it's kind of crowd control or whether it's running you may need a you have what do you call them temporary runners or emergency runners or yeah something? kind of like a volunteer athlete who can uh, jump in on a team um, if someone needs to leave um, early and a team is short a runner um, we could always use extra people to kind of just jump in and race so even if you don't have a full team from your company you still can participate in the races are there so there's more than one race are there heats like uh, how does this work yes so every year it's a little bit different but I believe that we've perfected it for this year okay. so there will be three rounds so every team that's participating in the race will race at least three times and the best time from that from those three um, will elevate the the finalists to the the final round. Uh, so now who who was the winning team last year? So the winning team last year was Emacs. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. And, you know, oddly enough, they have not yet signed up to participate in this year's race. So mm. shout out to Emacs. I don't know if it's uh, <laughs> if they've seen the competition, if they're feeling a oh. little uh, intimidated. Sounds oh. like there's a challenge being <laughs> yeah, thrown down. Yeah. We, would, we would love to see Emacs come back down and defend their title. Well, sure. Emacs, if you're listening, um, you, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words you want to make sure that the public 
you know, our listeners this morning kind of uh, wrap up with and take away? Yeah, sure. So we just want to encourage, you know, everyone to come down. I know we talked about volunteer racers um, or companies still in the event, but just to let people know that this is a, a fun, you know, family day. We're going to have a ton of food trucks. Um, so if you like Good donuts, know. yeah, um, any type of carb that will definitely be there. <laughs> um, and the mobile pub will definitely be there too. So you can enjoy a pint, you know, make it a brunch and, and really enjoy the event. But there'll be a ton of food trucks. It really gets, you know, the energy pumping and there's a lot of music and really just fun things happening um, throughout the time. So it is um, 11 to 3 and we want to make sure that, you know, we have people cheering on all of the teams. So we encourage everyone to come out with their family, friends, Employees. Employees, people that they want to, you know, they find, they want to bring. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone, anyone that wants to come out, we encourage you to do so. It's free to attend, um, to just come onto onto the street and, and watch the races. So we're looking forward to seeing everyone there. It sounds like a great, fun day, and I know that it is. Um, October 19th, yes. it's a Saturday. Yes. And um, it's really kind of, an, you know, put it on your calendar, make it your event for the day or is kicking off your weekend um, because from 11 to 3 and then you still have plenty of day left to, you know, it's like you know, you've charged yourself up. You wanna, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I keep yeah. going there. So um, thank you so much, all of you. Thank you. Uh, uh, Alyssa Altman, Brian Kimmy, Brian Amaro from United Way um, talking about our bed race coming up on October 19th. It's fun. If you love fun, you want to be a part of this in some way. Who doesn't so, love fun? Yeah, everybody loves fun. That's so. right. Anyway, thank you for being thank here. You. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back to talk with an interview I taped earlier this week with Colin Mockery, whose line is it anyway? Well, he's going to be at the Palace next weekend, next Saturday, for a new show he's put together called Hiprov. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for giving us this time this this afternoon to talk about the new show you've conceived that's coming to the palace on October 12th, and that is the show called Hiprov. Did I get that yeah. right? That's right. Okay. So Hiprov, a lot of people need a little bit um, of explanation to understand what exactly it is. So can you tell the um, listeners what the show is about and, and actually how you conceived of it? All right. It started with um, a hypnotist named Asad Meki, who had been taking uh, Second City workshops and decided that maybe hypnotism and improv could work together. So he called my manager. We had a meeting. It terrified me. So I thought, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So um, the concept is uh, we asked for 20 volunteers. They come up. Asad hypnotizes them. Then we put it down to the best five. And then they and I form an instant improv troop and do a show. Well, I, I have to tell you, just in thinking about it and knowing how adroit you are in taking a moment and creating something from it, this is going to be a very um, <laughs> a surreal and hysterically funny show. 
Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We've uh, we started doing it at the Edinburgh Festival a couple of years ago, and it went really well. And now we started this North American tour, and so far, so good. I mean, as I said, it is terrifying. <laughs> I'll bet because I mean, I think people have a con- uh, preconceived idea of what what am I going to do to make a fool of myself when I'm under hypnosis in general when they go to a show where there's a hypnotist, and to know that the legend Colin Mockery is now going to have them in the palm of his hand. <laughs> that is frightening. Well, they will never look more ridiculous than me. So it's, uh, it's well, that's reassuring. <laughs> um, you know, so um, tell us a little bit. The show has just started the North American tour, if I'm correct. Yes. Okay. So what has been the um, response, um, you know, of people who are attending the show and the audience? What have they, you know, what are they saying? How are they, you know, what is the audience reaction? Uh, so far, people have been really enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, part of it is seeing these people hypnotized doing um, things they may not do in their real life. And then the next part of the show is me having to deal with all of that. <laughs> uh, you know, when, when I'm working with, uh, you know, improvisers, like from the guys from Cruise Line or whatever, even though I don't know what's going to happen, I know we all have the same foundation of improv skills, that we're all working towards the same thing. I don't have any of that with people I've just met and who are in a trance. Okay. All right. You know, it's it's akin, I would think, to um, someone who does a high wire act, you know, working basically without a net because you don't know exactly what's going to happen. Exactly. So, um, and, and that's thrilling and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> It, it is, absolutely. When Assad and I were talking about the show, I was trying to figure out like, different games I could play, and I would say to Assad, so if I ask them to do this, will they do it? And his answer always was, I don't know. <laughs> he said it, it depends on the subject. Some will be right there. Some um, Sometimes they... They seem like they're stoned. All their reactions are very slow. They're talking a little slower. So it's interesting working with people who are under a different kind of trance. Uh, I, I can't only imagine. I, I We were talking about it at our office earlier this morning, and um, everybody is like, oh, that's one show I want to come to see and bring my friends to and hope they get picked. <laughs> It's, uh, I'm always amazed at the mad rush for the stage of people who want to get hypnotized. So, <laughs> God bless them. Thanks for helping us. Yeah, I, honestly, well, it's that, um, it's that thing in, hum, in a human being, I think, we, that, um, ooh, it, it, I know this could be trouble for me, but boy, am I attracted to it. You know? <laughs> yeah, we do have that gene in that way. We, want we to put do. Ourselves trouble. We yeah. do. You know, Colin, in, in doing a little research about you, I noticed that you and I have something in common. Oh, yes. an incredibly sexy voice, I would think, <laughs> number one. Well, thank you. No, that isn't it. That isn't it. What we have in common is we both, during our, I guess, formative years in high school, were in a production of The Life and the Death and Life of Sneaky Fitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've never, ever met anyone who has um, been in that, uh, that play. Well, I think it was only yeah, done yeah. in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was a little, I was laughing to myself. I said, aha, uh-huh, okay, so I see where this leads people. <laughs> uh, what part did you play? I think that I was, I'm trying to remember, I must have been, I, I think there were like chorus girls or something. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I was one of those. 
yes. Oh. I always got cast as those. <laughs> and, 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 that was a turning point for me. <laughs> I mean, I had been dared to try out for the school play because I was shy. I got, uh, I got the play, and that's when I got my first laugh, and that's when everything changed for me. Isn't that, well... So, yeah, those experiences are transformative, and um, I know we're we're such um, you know uh, we we care a lot about our young people and getting them into the arts and having them have that exposure because it actually does take people in a in a direction often that they weren't anticipating, and it's always usually joyful. Things I did want to ask you, Colin, is during the show after somebody does something outrageous, is there any fallout like from their significant other are they are they doing anything or revealing anything that perhaps they shouldn't have uh, no it's not because you wouldn't do anything that you would uh, not do in real life morally or ethically and afterwards I always talk to people just to see what they've experienced and a lot of people say you know I remember everything from the show it just seems everything you and Assad said sounds oh. like a really good idea so we go along with it that's and it. It, yeah there was one guy who said you know I, I wasn't really under I, I just didn't want to ruin the show and so I went along with it and I went oh because in that scene where you were kissing me you really seemed into it <laughs> and he went I did what what <laughs> it's a different experience for everyone <laughs> I, I just can't wait for this show. And if you're listening and are intrigued and would like to get tickets, we can certainly make that happen. The show, again, is October 12th at the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. And you can get those tickets by calling 203-346-2000 or going to our website, palacetheaterct.org. And, um, Colin Macri, you've been a delight. I know that, you know, I've loved your work. Improv is such a... I think it's such a special niche, if you will, because you have to anticipate um, but stay in the moment. So you have to anticipate and still make it feel like it's um, spontaneous. That's hard. Uh, it is. It goes against everything we do as human beings. I mean, the, the basic rules of improv are you listen to people and you accept their ideas. And it's always the first thing that new improvisers have trouble with is letting go of that ego part and actually working as a community. So that's why I love it. It's, you know, I'm, I'm not there by myself. I'm working with people. It's always great. Uh, that That's wonderful. And it, it sounds like that might be part of your own personal life philosophy. And uh, we need more of you in the world. So thank you for, for being with us this morning. And um, can't wait. I hope I have the opportunity to introduce myself and say hello when you come to the palace on October 12th. Oh, please do, yes. All righty. And so the show we're talking about is Hip Prov, and it stars Colin Mockery, um, improv extra, improviser extraordinaire, along with Asad Maki, who is a master hypnotist. So if you're intrigued at all, um, buy your tickets now, because I think this is a show that people are going to flock to. Thank you again for your time today. I know you have other interviews to get to, so we so appreciate your time. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Show.
And we're back with your palace, your place. I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host, and I'm excited to have um, with me. And by the way, didn't you just love that interview with Colin Mockery? He was so nice, so really, really nice, and he is so funny. I mean, whose line it is in any way is you know that's just gut wrenching, laughing, belly laughing, and then people in under hypnosis can't even imagine. I know it's going to be fun. But with me in studio right now is a gentleman. Um, um, who represents, I know you're out there. There, So we're going to be talking about pizza right now. Okay, The Palace Theater has an event coming up on October 15th called That's Amore, the Great Pizza Pie Challenge. And with us is one of the champion pizza tossers, makers, uh, entrepreneurs uh, in Greater Waterbury, and that is Mike Annenberg from Dominic and Vinny's. And I can hear people going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's Friday night, so I know this is a hopping night for you guys. Thank this you, is the sure. beginning yep. of right. your... <laughs> Friday night is the busy night in, in pizza world, and yeah. uh, we'll be cranking out hundreds of pizzas tonight, as usual. Well, I, you know, the, the pizza event, we have um, about eight. I think participating pizza uh, eateries now, and I'll talk about who they are in a moment. But you came right on board. You actually, I think, contacted me and said, I "Hey, did. we want we want to be involved in this." We're always looking for uh, different ways to promote business and help the community, and uh, seemed like a great great venue for us, and uh, that's why we got on board. All right. Well, we, we certainly appreciate it. And for those who are listening, um, if you haven't heard, the event, as I said, is October 15th. It's 5.30 to 7.30 at the Palace Theater. And we're doing this as a way to kind of advance or pre-promote the show A Bronx Tale, which will be at the theater the following week, October 22nd through the 24th. And, of course, if you don't know Bronx Tale, the movie, um, I, didn't, I think everybody's seen it a gazillion times. Uh, a Bronx Tale, the musical, is all about the family, the Italian family, and uh, and uh, you know. So, what, what better way to promote it than talk about pizza? Yep. But Dominic and Vinny's. Now, I know that people you have to like have have your number on speed dial or whatever to get your orders in, right? We've had the same number in the Waterbury store for seventy years, so people know that number. Hasn't changed, it, and it's crazy on Fridays and Saturdays because people know the number. And they know the pizza, the I pizza think. pizza hasn't changed either, yeah. And the pizza is delizioso. <laughs> so what's, without, I know you're not going to reveal your secrets, but what do you think it is that makes your pizza stand out? And why, why are you putting yourself up to the challenge? Well, biggest reason, a lot of the, there are a lot of reasons, but we make our dough fresh every half hour, every 45 minutes. So we keep making fresh dough and cooking it at a nice temperature. It gives you a nice crispy uh, taste, and people like crispy pizzas in this Waterbury area. Yes, we're using we make our own sausage every two every Wednesday, five hundred pounds a week. Wow! We make our own fresh meatballs. You know, no, not a lot of places make everything fresh, and we're trying to you know keep it the way Vinny's uncles have started the business seventy years ago. And, wow! Uh, we try to keep it the way they did it, and uh, and it's been working out great. Well, it sure has because I I do know, and I know that um, you know you know pizza's an interesting food um, because people like they have their favorite and mm. they 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 don't want to deviate too much from that. I guess it's because when you eat pizza, it's it's more than just taking care of hunger it's an experience would you say that yes it is so 
when I used to work the phones years ago, the fo- we open at three o'clock, taking orders. I can pencil in the same people every day, every Friday or Saturday, whatever day it was, yep. with the same order: cheese, sausage, and mushroom, cheese and sausage, cheese yep. and pepperoni. It's the same, same people, same creature of habit in this area, and it's good for us because we know what we need to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I could. I, I think about it now, and I know. Okay, it's it's Friday night. I want this experience. Yep. This is like. Yeah, you're. <laughs> I'm thinking of myself and my husband. He's got his favorite. I've got mine. And um, so now this this business, it's a family business that started 70 years ago. But you have done some amazing things over the years. Now it's not. It, you're, so me, me, Vinny, and my, uh, we have another partner, Vinny's cousin Rick Trokey. Um, we started 26 years ago, and we have three locations now, and we. Middlebury Waterbury and Southington, but we opened up a fourth location inside the Kinsman Brewery, which is really changing the way businesses, uh, pizza businesses are going. Smaller pizzas, custom pizzas, gourmet pizzas. Mm-hmm. So we're experiencing that. Not that we're changing from our original uh, recipes, but um, you're broadening. We're broadening the, your the brand, yeah. basically, basically, and yeah. um, and that's so smart because I notice, like, even like I have. And I bet you the millennials with the the oh, yeah. the, the, the breweries, and um, and they're very. I have two, so I know this. I have two millennials and my sons. Me too. Very particular, and you know, uh, food is really it's in, in more so than when I was their age. I feel like food is at the center, but it's certain types of food. Yeah. Yeah. So you're so very we're, smart to do that. We're, like in the brewery, we have a special of the month, and we have super. Sada and arugula. Yes, <laughs> Very yes. non-traditional pizza stuff. Absolutely. That's growing the business, which is probably going to keep the pizza places in business because mm-hmm. you're expanding because the people that are our age and stuff, they're not going to be eating that, you know, for, for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years from now. A- so. Absolutely. You have to adapt and, yeah. you know, follow the trends. And even though pizza is a staple and there's always going to be a market for your traditional pizza. Yeah, because sausage is still our number one seller, so people still want their sausage. Absolutely, <laughs> but there's that you know kind of person yep. who's a little more on trend, or you know, looking to um, just yep. experiment a bit more with with food. And um, I think restaurateurs who who um, appreciate that, understand that, are going to expand their own longevity yeah we have no, you have no choice you know if you, we just reprinted our menus we got all kinds of specials now on our menus now that uh, we you know we never had in the past from mashed potato to uh. four cheeses you know just new stuff that is is going to make us you know more competitive with the uh and creative and creative. i mean you you really this one that mashed potato one oh, is yeah. delicious it's, it's a hot pizza right oh, now thank goodness yeah. and of course these are not really uh uh, keto friendly, <laughs> but who cares? When you're eating pizza, you're really not thinking keto. Well, all the new uh, studies say that pizza's healthier, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> so your is your pizza? Um, you know, we're having um, winners in different categories at the event. You know, best thick crust, best thin crust, uh, most original. You know, without without giving away what you're gonna do, are you gonna be bringing it's, a cross? I'm gonna bring a cross section, and be, we we have a pizza for every category that you're gonna have there. I don't okay. know if I'm gonna bring all all categories. Yeah, but we will bring a specialty pizza that no, I don't. Not too many places will have that will 
blow the people away. Oh, I love we'll, it. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll bring our, our, you know, our traditional cheese and sausages and our pepperoni, which everybody loves. Yep. And then cheese, you know, that's always a crowd favorite. Of so, course. So we will have a cross-select cross selection of pizzas um the thick one we do make a thicker one it's not a big popular thing so i don't know it, if i'm that's gonna go kind there. of a regional thing right it's, yeah it's more, more in the midwest, midwest. yeah you know, we do yeah. make a, you know a thick pizza and we don't sell many of them because people in this area like the thinner crust yeah it's funny growing up my my um a friend of mine maria marino her mom and friday night she made the pizza in the in the summer kitchen downstairs in the basement and hers well, I could still taste it, but it was thicker. Hmm. It was thicker. So I, I, I don't, but nowadays, like I know myself, I love a thinner crust. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's easier to eat and it's, you know, you yeah. can have three, four slices and not feel full. Yeah, absolutely. People I think like that, that is part of the yeah. attraction yeah. there. So, but, um, but that was a great pizza yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening and you're, you're saying, okay, um, you, you got my mouth watering. <laughs> <laughs> I know mine is, um, how do I get tickets for this event and who's participating well i want to tell you who those other uh competitors are and is the you know when i say competitors it's it's a friendly competition because you know there's there's room for everybody in the sandbox competition is good really. competition is great it keeps you on your toes yep. it keeps products good it keeps prices you know where they need to be so um I think that's that goes without saying that this is friendly. But some of the other um, comp- competing restaurants or eateries are City Pizza and Espresso, which is uh, new in downtown Waterbury. Although um, the family um, behind it um, um, is been in the business, been in the pizza business, and their name is escaping me. And I, I know I know it, um, but I can't think of it. But it'll come to me. Dominic and P is Pizzeria, and uh, Dominic and P. An institution yeah. downtown. If you grew up in Waterbury in particular, went to school in downtown Waterbury after school, you were eating Dominic and Pia's uh, pizza. And um, I just adore them. And Pia, she's just a delight. Dominic and Vinny's right here. Mike Annenberg's um, business, along with his partners, um, Vinny and... Rick Trokey. Rick Trokey, um, with three locations, Waterbury, Middlebury, Southington. Then we have Nino's, Trattoria. And uh, don't count them out, because I think they're coming with their competitive hat on, for sure. And La Tavola Restaurant, restaurant, I should say, with their um, pizza truck. So, And they, they go all over for parties and things. And then another favorite, Spartan's restaurant and bar um and oh one just added i didn't i don't i don't want to neglect to mention louis pizza house in downtown right a few doors down from the palace as well and the event is thursday i'm sorry it's not thursday it's tuesday october 15th that tickets are on sale now and i will tell you that tickets there is a limited capacity now, I, I I know I say a lot of times, get your tickets now, get your tickets now. But I'm telling you, for this event, get your tickets now. Because once they're all sold out, they're all sold out. So um, if you don't want to be disappointed, it's an affordable ticket price. $25 gives you access to all the different pizzas that will be on display for sampling. There's a wine tasting there will be salad. Uh, 
there will be roasted vegetables, and there is sweet desserts from our friend Sweet Maria's. So um, you want to be there. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention our panel of distinguished judges for the event. Dick Terhune, who actually does a voiceover for Little Caesar's Pizza, um, a professional voiceover artist whose wife Peggy actually works at the palace. Um, Maria Bruschino. Sanchez from Sweet Maria's, Gianni Perigini and Patrick O'Neill, a team of teachers from the Waterbury Arts Magnet School who have started a YouTube uh, video. They they go to different uh, eateries and things. It's called Order Up, and uh, you can check them out on YouTube. They'll be uh, a team of judges. And then Steve Savino, a uh, Connecticut staple in the uh, radio industry. This is going to be such a... Oh, and Debbie Kappa. I forgot Debbie Kappa. Mm, Debbie. If you... If Debbie. you... Yeah, see? Everybody knows Debbie Kappa. <laughs> Debbie Kappa is everybody's BFF. If you know her, you think she's your best friend. So, um, oh, and Johnny's giving me the highest sign. We only have two minutes. Mike Annenberg from Dominic and Vinny's. Thank you so much for Thank taking you. time out very, of very a Friday to be with us. <laughs> because yep. I know you'll be busy. I actually went to work before I came, so I got my job done. <laughs> and we're looking forward to seeing you on October 15th at That's Samori, the Great Pizza Pie Challenge um, that will be at the Palace Theater right here in wonderful downtown Waterbury. And that's just about all we have time for this morning. If you're listening and you want to catch up on some things, either the Hip Prof Show next Saturday evening, hilarious, or That's Samori, get your tickets to a Bronx Tale, or some of our other wonderful shows coming this season, check us out at palacetheaterct.org or give our box office a ring at 203-346-2000. I want to remind you to check out the Bed Race for the United Way, such a wonderful organization uh, in Greater Waterbury that does so much, and you never know when you just might need some help from one of their uh, partner-funded organizations. You know, we all take a lot for granted in life, but you know, sometimes in the blink of an eye, an eye a lot can change. So, um, do support the United Way with the bed race on October 19th. Be there, be a cheerleader, and uh, that's all we have time with. I'm gonna tell you to stay tuned for your local news coming up next, and then talk of the town with Steve Knox. And, and I'll see you in two weeks. I'll be listening, hope you will be too. Thanks again. Your palace, your place. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place.